Good Man in Washington. WSB's Jamie Dupree. He's on every day with Herman Cain. 1106 AM every day. Sponsored by Charter Communications on News 955 and AM 750. WSB. We are America. One voice, united we stand. If our religious beliefs in the United States of America offend anybody who is a non-believer, I have some advice for them. Leave! Herman Cain, Solutions for a Better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us because we are going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts. You know that. Because we want you to be informed and inspired to help make this a better America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Jamie Dupree, how are you? All right, Herman, how you doing today, buddy? Good. I need you to clarify something for me and the listeners that I couldn't explain earlier. Sure, sure. The Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell pledged Tuesday to hold a vote to repeal the, well, I call it the Unaffordable Care Act, but they call it the Affordable Care Act. I call it the Obama health law. The world talking about the same thing. Same thing. Using a budget resolution that could be passed in the Senate with a simple majority vote, according to a statement released Tuesday. What's going on? That is known as budget reconciliation. We've talked about that before. That, that, remember, that's how part of the Obama health law was actually approved by the Congress, was reconciliation is a procedure that uh, allows you to get something through the Senate on the budget with only a bare majority. You only have to have a, a majority. You don't have no filibuster is allowed or anything like that. So that would be one way for Republicans to try to get a bill through the Senate and onto the president's desk to force him to veto an actual bill that does away with the Obama health law. I mean, think about it. The Republicans have done uh, they have passed these plans a number of times to repeal certain parts or all of it, but most of them have not been able to make their way down to the White House because of Democratic opposition in the Senate. Using what's known as budget reconciliation would allow you to get by that, but there are some within the Republican Party that would rather use reconciliation for uh, tax reform and for a way to do some other things since you only get one bite at the apple. So that's what that's all about. It, it was sort of pinwheeling off of the, the, the bad blood earlier in the week amongst Republicans in the Senate about what to do not only on the Obama health law but on the export-import bank. Okay, because I think wasn't Senator Mike Lee on board with this? Yeah, he tried. He was going to try to force a rule showdown to change the rules and uh, basically the nuclear option on legislation to allow him to bring up and and pass a, an Obamacare repeal with only 51 votes. He backed off when it became apparent that he wasn't going to have much support from other Republicans because they didn't like the way he was doing it. So he and uh, Senator McConnell, the majority leader, agreed that they would give the thumbs up to the idea of budget reconciliation. I will note, though, that the instructions for budget reconciliation were supposed to have been approved by the various committees in the House and Senate by July 24. So that's already come and gone. So I don't know if we're ever going get, to uh, get to that, but we'll see what happens after Labor Day. Okay, okay. So, but but it's not going anywhere. Would would it have to go back to the House? Oh yeah. Well, they there'd have to be a bill in the House, a bill in the Senate. They'd have to come up with billions of dollars in other savings because remember, uh, the Congressional Budget Office ruled that if you repeal the Obama health law, that actually raises the budget deficit. So you would have to find ways to replace that money. I'm still not even sure we're going to see a reconciliation bill on the floor, but that's to be determined. All right. Over in the House. Uh, a congressman has proposed 
unseating Speaker Boehner. Yeah, Mark Meadows is a second-term Republican from North Carolina. Uh, he has submitted a resolution, the title of which says, Declaring the Office of Speaker of the House of Representatives Vacant. This is what's known as a motion to vacate the chair. Uh, it has the last time it was actually voted on was 1910, when also back then Republicans were mad at their own party speaker, a guy named Joe Cannon, and there was a huge battle on the floor of the House about St. Patrick's Day 1910 that ultimately resulted in some powers being taken away from the speaker, but when the chance came to actually depose him, the House of Representatives refused to do that. I'll say this on the basics. It is not easy, Herman, to replace a speaker during a congressional session. The best time really to do it is right after an election. Like the best time for Republicans to have gone against Boehner would have been right after the 2014 elections when there were organizing uh, efforts here in the House of Representatives for the Republicans. They could have found an alternate candidate and run that person against the Speaker. That's At that point in time, you only have to worry about Republican votes. Right now, if Mark Meadows and others were to succeed against Boehner, they would need Democrats to join with them to vote Boehner out of the chair and then force an election amongst Republicans for the new Speaker. Meadows, it seems, from just gauging in the halls here uh, around the House chamber, does not have a lot of support. There are some key Republican rebels who have, who in the past have made clear they'd like to see Boehner out or, or think about it. They've made clear they are not on board with this move by Meadows. They think the timing is bad. Uh, backers of the speaker that I've spoken with last night and this morning, just they simply argue this is the wrong thing to do. In fact, uh, uh, there are some who say, well, now we're going to go home. They're saying after today the Congress, the House is going to be done for six weeks. They'll go home and people are going to ask them about Boehner and the effort to get rid of him instead of asking about, well, what about the Iran nuclear deal or what about this and that? You know, look, it's obvious from what, what have we been talking about for months and months and months. There's unsettled feelings with right. a lot of people in the Republican Party, whether it's the leadership of the House of Representatives or the leadership of the Senate, as we saw earlier this week with the battles going on uh, uh, with Ted Cruz and Mike Lee and others against the Senate Majority Leader. Boehner has never really been able to snuff out uh, this uh, opposition to him within Republican ranks. We don't know. The Speaker was supposed to have a news conference in just a few minutes. It's been delayed until 2.30 Eastern Time this afternoon. I don't know if that's just because or if we're going to have something happen in the interim. There is the possibility. Here's the one thing. Congressman Meadows, when he introduced this sermon, he yes. could have stood up on the floor of the House last night and said, I've got this resolution, and it would have been voted on immediately. But he opted not to do that. Uh, he's just sort of leaving it out there. So it's possible that the, the GOP leadership could bring it up today instead and vote to table it, which is to kill it, to get rid of it before they go home for the uh, for the August break, so we're we're sort of in flux here, not knowing what's happening next. But there's, it's look, it's another marker from a Republican dissatisfied with the Speaker. Except just like with Ted Cruz, just like with Mike Lee, as as you and I discussed this week, they are a vocal group, but they don't have the votes to get the people in power that they want in power. Right. And so that's where we are on that. Well, I do recall that after the 2000. 2014 election that some Republicans did to try they tried that but you didn't have someone to step forward that was strong enough willing to run against him so it didn't go anywhere yeah and and last night one person one Republican I talked to uh, said to me look you know they don't even have an idea of who they want to replace Boehner what they need to do is organize and have their own person who's ready you can't just sort of say hey we want to replace the speaker you got to have you can't beat somebody with nobody as my dad used to always say about elections That's and he's true. right 
And uh, the one thing, and I'll say this, and it, it's not meant as a slam. It's just to me, it's obvious. The Tea Party guys are really, really good at getting attention. They are really good at working talk radio. They're really good at working social media. They're really good at getting their message out. They're not that good at organizational skills inside the House and the Senate, and I think that's really hurt them along the way. Well, that's something that they had better get together. Uh, you know, you're going to have a lot of people stay home. They're not going to vote for Democrats, but they'll stay home, and that's how they ended up losing this last presidential election. Yeah, it is, and, and that's the thing. You know, I always try to tell people, uh, I know you don't like your party, but it's better when your party has the White House because uh, you get to you get so many other things in that, especially, I mean, think about the Supreme Court and other things like that. But obviously, and, and we've certainly uh, discussed this a number of times, and it has not it has not ended at any point in time. There are clearly a group of people... Uh, within the Republican Party who want change, and they're not going to stop to get it. So we'll have to see what happens. The House is voting on a highway bill, but it's not the one that came from the Senate with the XM attached to it. Is that right? It, you're exactly right. Instead of the, that Senate highway bill with the export-import bank renewal attached to it, it's going to get final approval by senators tomorrow on Thursday. But the House said, no, 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 we're not going to do that. So they put together their own several-month extension of highway funding. It'll run until the end of October. And they said basically the, the two leaders on each side sort of agreed, you know what, we're going to find our way to a longer-term solution, but it can't just happen right here. We're not going to accept. You know, I think this is one of the hardest things that people, uh, if you're not here in the Congress, it's hard to fathom. Not only do you have Republican versus Democrat friction, Herman, you have House versus Senate. And I know that seems from the outside, it seems ridiculous. Wait a sec, they're the same party. But you know what? There's egos at work on both the House and oh, Senate. Oh, yeah. And just because the Senate passed a bill, the guys in the House look over there and go, I'm not doing that. You're, you're yeah. not making me tell you. And the same, vice versa. And that's part of what's going on here. So the House of Representatives is basically jamming the Senate and saying, hey, guys, um, we're leaving town for six weeks. <laughs> So we're going to pass this bill that funds highway programs for three months. Hey, and also, we're sticking some stuff in there on the VA as well. And you're just going to have to swallow it, and we'll see you guys in September. That's what's happening here. And um, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But maybe, maybe after September, there'll be uh, a longer-term plan that they'll be able to agree on. The crux of the problem with it is how do you fund it? Where does the money come from? Because the gasoline tax right now is not bringing in enough revenue to fund road and bridge construction around the country. So the House is finished today? Yeah, how about that? Today, they will not be back until September the 8th, which I believe is about six weeks from And what about today. the Senate? The Senate will be in next week. They will be here. Okay. Uh, though I would think with the GOP debate next Thursday, it won't surprise me for the Senate to maybe skedaddle by next Wednesday or something like that, and then they'll be gone for the entire August recess. So, you know, they're leaving town with a host of things. Uh, look, there's always things that are undone. It doesn't matter whether you're working here or working in any other job. But the, the budget bills are nowhere near being passed. We're going to have to have a stopgap budget in September. There's all sorts of things out there just not finished at this point in time. And, it, you know, it, and to, to circle back and tie a ribbon around this, I think part of that sort of feeds into the angst, the internal angst in Republican circles, that they feel like they should be getting more done. But again, I will say to everybody, if you don't have 60 votes in the Senate, there's only so much you can get done. 
And we're going to see an example of that early next week. The Senate's going to bring up a bill that would block money for Planned Parenthood in the wake of all these videos and the outrage of them. Uh, right. But there won't be 60 votes in the Senate. It'll run aground uh, early next week in the Senate because they're short on votes. Unbelievable. Now, what does Congress expect to get out of military leaders on the Iran hearings? Uh, sort of, I've been listening in a little before we came on the air. It's sort of the same thing. There's a lot of worry about the details of the agreement. There's a lot of worry about the access to the Iranian military sites. So yet another hearing going on on the Iran nuclear deal today. And breaking down again along party lines. I think there's clearly a majority of lawmakers against the deal, but as we've discussed, Herman, you're going to need a two-thirds supermajority against it, and opponents freely admit they're not sure they can get to that number of votes. Got it. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie. We'll have an update for you tomorrow, Herman. See you Thank then. Thank you, sir. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. The experience and results you trust. Herman Cain. He just has a good message and good conservative point of view. Solutions for a better America. What Jamie is saying is you don't want to know how sausage is made if you like sausage. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.